Hey, Panthers fans, this is Alex Bryant with uh, Kitty Lit Podcast. We're doing a crossover podcast. I'm going to let my guest, or not my guest, I guess I'm a guest as well. Um, this is uh, Carolina, Carolina Dad. Dad. He's going, there you go. He's going to tell yeah. us about his podcast. Yeah, awesome. So Two States, One Team Podcast. I'm excited to be here for the people that follow my podcast. I've been talking about having a guest on my podcast for... 26 episodes. So this is long overdue. I'm also, which we'll get into in a little bit later, going to training camp. So this is the perfect episode for me to put in while I'm away because I'm not going to be able to record while I'm down there. So I was like, hey, man, let's collab. I can you know, talk to your fans. You can talk to mine and just get that, get that rolling. So this is great. And I'm glad to be here. Bro, 26 episodes. Man, that's, that's goals for me. I think I'm at like yes. seven right now. <laughs> I saw though, yeah, you're you're picking it up though. It's great. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, if I don't have somebody to talk to, I'll just talk to myself. It's it's just kind of how there you it's go. Kind of how it works for me. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, we talked a little bit. So um, uh, you're born and raised in North Carolina. Um, why did right. why did you start the pod? Oh, there's a lot of reasons. I mean, in I would say the primary reason is I've always had a goal to start a podcast. Don't know what that podcast was going to be about. I had different avenues. There were some guys in my neighborhood that have, that are ultra runners and they started a podcast about two or three years ago around ultra running. And that thing just exploded. And at that point we were about to have a baby and I was like, well, <laughs> this is the perfect time to have a baby and start a new podcast. And so that's what I did. And for me, when I thought about like, what is the category that I want to create? I needed something that I was passionate about, something that having a kid, I would be able to, you know, pick things up along the week and not have to spend tons of time prepping and getting ready and could give my input. And so it was like, it made sense. It was like the Panthers. I, I watched, I watched their games every Sunday. Like, let's go ahead and just add a little bit of my analysis in there and Hey, maybe people will pick it up and follow along. So that, that was kind of the start for me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, everybody wants to listen to, about things that they want to listen to. And for me, yeah. I live in New York City, so I never get to talk to Panthers fans. And when I do or I text them, nobody really cares. So, um, oh, I'm that, sure. <laughs> that's a, honestly, I, that, that's kind of why I, I started it because uh, um, basically, basically uh, I, I got a new job. I, um, I'm having a baby. We're uh, just over 20 weeks. Um, Super exciting. Yeah, puppy. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, so yeah, I was doing. I was on the go. I was doing a lot. I was stressed out. I had and when like, but when I was like in the bathroom or something, or I was like on my way somewhere, just looking at stats and stuff like that. And I texted some of my friends in in New York, and they're like, "We don't care." <laughs> yes. <laughs> so basically, I was uh, I was kind of like getting like really down and like. Uh, weight of the world on my shoulders. So I, uh, I ended up seeing a therapist and they were like, well, what do you do for you? And I was like, well, I, I have to, I have all these responsibilities. What do you mean? What do I do for me? Uh, and they're like, well, what do you like? And I was like, well, I like the Carolina Panthers. And she's like, mm-hmm. do something with that. And as soon as I did it, man, and it's yeah. like you said, like it just took off. Like I, I, I freaking loved it. Um, That's awesome, so, man. Yeah. yeah. So now I'm we have the, uh, Oh, yeah, you're good. I'll see. How long have you? I can you. Like, we can do this together. <laughs> that's it. How yeah. long have you been doing this now? I know you said, uh, I think, seven episodes. 
Yeah, so like three weeks. Nice. Yes, I've been doing like two episodes a week, basically. Awesome. Yeah. Do you do you get plan to keep up. that that same pace up heading into no. the season? Or yeah. <sighs> I mean, just because I am who I am, maybe. But mm-hmm. I mean, this is just a new. It's new, so I don't. I don't. Yeah. I don't know. And there's no. There's no structure to it. It's kind of like. Yep. Do I have something to say, and then I'll come on and say it, or do somebody else have something to say that I'm interested in that I want to go mm-hmm. back and forth with? So for you, you're going to camp. I live in New York City. Really hard for me to yeah. go to camp. Um, so you, you, I think you put that on um, Twitter or something, and it was like, great. Let's let's see yeah. what he's looking let's for. Pick it up. Like, oh. Yeah, exactly. So, but it's but it's what's really cool about this is that we are just two people that don't really know each other very well, that have the same interests, and kind of get to to know each other through something that we really really enjoy. So I agree what we kind of talk about with our friends that we already know so much about, like, how do you feel like the Panthers this season? Or like, what do you like about the Panthers? Or what do you think about NFC South? Or what do you think their future? We get to have that conversation brand new. And I think that's really, really, really interesting. Um, So I'm really, really glad that we can make this work because I think it's like really, really cool. I am too. Yeah. It's like a barbershop talk. And for me, like as a new dad, it's uh hard to find those times to, to talk to other people. Our, our neighbor, he's my outlet. He might be in his 60s, but he's from New York. Big Giants football fan, which is really cool. So I get to talk to him. We also have a 13-year-old son that we've adopted, my nephew. Oh, don't wow. even I've – already, I've already told people this. Don't even ask. He is a Ravens fan. So I have a Ravens fan living in a Panthers household. He uh, – the reason that he – is a Ravens fan is because when he, we brought him in, he played Pop Warner for the first time, and the county team was the Ravens. And so he said, "That's my team." Of course, they had Lamar Jackson, very successful. So I've kind of I always go back and forth with him about just you know how are the Ravens doing. I can talk to him about the Panthers. He'll he's a semi Panthers fan, like he's excited to be going down and meet the players and potentially get autographs and things like that, which is fun. But um. One of the other things I was going to, as you were going through that, I was thinking about is like the pace of episodes. So I was just like you when I started doing like two episodes a week. And this week has been the craziest for me because we're going to camp. So I'd also promised people I would do like a training camp episode that was really like, how do you get there? What, (laughs) where do you, you know, go into the stadium parking, like very basic stuff. So I recorded that one. I recorded my normal episode and then we have this one and it has been like, it's insane just with the kid. And for those who don't know where my, my, the people who listen to me know that I do these things at nine, 10, 11 o'clock at night. And that's the norm. But I've, I've been teasing out like, how am I going to do this during the season? Because I would, th- I think I would love to do like a post game analysis, you know, after, after the game, It'd be great to just recap that and then moving in to the next game, like doing a preview and I haven't decided. So like when you were talking about two episodes, I was like, man, do I want to do that? And then, but now as I'm like getting into this week where I've recorded three episodes and it's just been a nightmare for me, it's been fine, but it's like, man, I don't know. Maybe I'm going to blend this in. So I, I say all that because I'll be curious just to see how y'all approach it. It's cool to see other podcasts and their takes and, I know there's like a, a daily Panthers podcast. I don't know how oh, yeah. how he yeah. manages 
uh, Julian Council, I believe. I don't know how he manages that. Like, there's, yeah, it's it's a lot of yeah. work. And even, I mean, I appreciate the work that you put in just for this one to, you know, get us prepared for those who don't know. Like, I know what that's like from my end. And so, you know, running it with someone else, uh, very cool. So, yeah, this is this is great, man. Yeah, I uh, basically I don't I don't know what I don't know. I like and yeah. I, I don't know if you're a fantasy football player, but I'm a fantasy football player. So uh, yes. if you think about because once you get too late on a Sunday, it's tough. But if I were to do like Panthers one mm-hmm. o'clock game and then do the like analysis like you were talking about, like during the first half of the four o'clock games, I'd be like, yep. oh, like I kind of want to watch four o'clock games for, for fantasy purposes, you know that that yep. sort of stuff. So. Um, we'll, we'll see. We'll see right yeah. now. I'm, 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 I'm doing this for me eventually. Um, and I think people might have be interested, but for now I try to make sure that I have a, an outlet to say what I'm talking what I want to talk about, like basically have my yep. outlet. Um, and if it's interesting to other people, great. If it's not download anyways. Um, there you go. <laughs> I love that. And I was going to say like, as you, uh, as you were talking like your, about your outlet, that is, that is part of the reason that I did this. So, when I was thinking about a podcast, what I did last year with Nolan, who's our son, I would post these videos on my personal Instagram account of breaking down the Panthers. And I'm like, the, my Instagram followers of my family, and they do not care about the Panthers and my predictions. And so I did that. And I was like, okay, this I've got to, like, to your point, do this for me. Mm-hmm. I don't, I, I think I read, and, you know, some of the, uh, on your website, like like you just said, though, you're doing this for yourself, which is why I'm doing it. If you get the likes, you get the downloads, whatever, but it's a good outlet. And I think that's a that's a great reason to, to be doing this for yourself, which is awesome. Yeah. And so I don't know how you are. When I was in my early 20s, uh, I could go I can go to the bar six times a week. Right. So I'd be with my sports yep. fans. I'd be with uh, f- football fans. And I just I got that out that way. Like I yep. like. So now, like when I'm getting older, uh, we'll go out one or two nights a week, um, and I I always feel bad making football my full conversation with my friends that you know yeah. maybe care, maybe don't care. Um, so it's almost like I get to do that, um, but but not at the bar, basically, or not mm-hmm. at the restaurant, or not at the somebody's house or something like that. So it kind of makes yep. me feel more like me against, I guess. Um, which is, I think, really helping me have that outlet. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. too, the other thing you, you were touching on is fantasy. I am a fantasy player. We we do a family league, which I think has been shut down <laughs> because because there's seven or eight of us, but only me and Nolan keep up with our rosters. So it's not it's not as fun if – everybody's not keeping up and doing what they're supposed to. So th- we've got that. And then I've got another like work league. Then that one's the fun one. But I, I was looking, you know, some of the tweets you're getting into the weeds of like points and projection, which was cool to see. So really like that side mostly, of it too. Mostly only with like Panthers players though. Like, yeah. <laughs> not really with the, and I'm, I'm actually doing way more Panthers stuff now. So I'm, I actually don't really know what's going on with other players. Mm-hmm. I, I need to start getting into that before fantasy season, but Panthers are so drafts, exciting. Drafts coming right up. Panthers are so exciting. Um, yes. So I, 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 we had an episode. Um, I don't know if I caught an episode where you did projections or you, if you are going to wait until the beginning of the <laughs> season, 
But overall, how do you how do you foresee uh, Panthers in the division or the whole division outlook and uh, Panthers in the NFC this year? Yeah. All right, y'all. Sorry about that. So for those that are wondering why I've never had a guest on, this is the exact reason is we went through tons of technical difficulties on my side with our or my old 2013 Mac that just decided to to go out. So we're going to pick this back up, starting with a conversation on the NFC South. I was initially talking. Alex, I don't know if you want to give your takes or how you want to do it. I'm cool with whatever. Well, I don't know when we ended, so I think we probably should go ahead and give what you said kind of over yeah. again. Um, so I would say we'll do it. kind of your overall, overall idea of um, your the overall record that you think they're going to get, playoffs, yeah. where they're going kind of thing. Great. That works. So, yeah, I think now that I'm – I don't know if the fan, the listeners will be able to, to, to know this. So – Going back, yes, I have made my predictions for this year. My prediction was 10 and 7. I am going to give like a final prediction before the season starts. And the path that I was going down is that I'm giving this from a homer's perspective. And when we talk about, I know where I was leading with this is, so last year we went to training camp for the very first time. I was talking through kind of just, you know, seeing Baker Mayfield, how hyped I was that he was just going to come in here, lead us to the promised land. So I had similar predictions last year, but I think where I was going when before it cut out was that it just feels different this year. I mean, across the fan base, I think you've seen some of the tweets that have come through from various reporters that are there. The energy, just the coaching staff that's leading them through this, that it feels like it's a, a grown-up <laughs> type event you know there's it's business but at the same time you also just feel that energy i mean you have the number one overall pick in bryce young people are excited so i think kind of just because we did say or you did say nfc south i mean competition wise yes i do think the saints are a team that compete with us for you know kind of the number one overall spot in our division falcons as well you never know ups and downs with them and then the thing where I cut off was the uh, Tampa Bay is just the bottom feeder. It's going to be competitive. I mean, it always will be. You just look at how it was last year, losing records. I hope we don't have that. <laughs> I hope we're competitive and not the worst division in football. Um, I am a homer, so I'd, I think the Panthers are going to take the NFC South, and that's part of the reason you do these things as fans. And so, yeah, I'd love to hear your take now and what you're thinking and predictions. Oh, yeah, I'm a – humongous homer on I, I'm, I have more wins than anybody else that I've talked to um, yeah. Ricky we, we talked about this uh, um, the last podcast we did Ricky gave really good um, comps um, and I wish I had specific actually I might have been specific but uh, he made a good comp of look what uh, Seattle was in 2012 they were seven and nine brought mm-hmm. in a new quarterback and they were 11 and five of the next year uh, Joe Flacco like with the Ravens his first year, they were eleven and five. Uh, Andrew Luck took a terrible team to eleven and five. So, nope. if you're a quarterback away, there is no reason why we can't replicate that. Especially, yeah. Reich came in to the Colts and he took a bad team to ten and six. So, it, it's not like it hasn't been done. So, I have him at twelve wins. So, I just I do a chart for the entire league and. I have everybody's game win loss mapped out. I have, I have, um, and we, 
we have a great schedule. We, we don't have a difficult yeah. schedule, um, especially in my opinion, because I am not like everybody else. I think the Saints are going to be really bad, and I don't mm-hmm. know why they're projected to be really good. Uh, we have all the data that we have. Dennis Allen's terrible. Uh, Derek Carr has is 63 and 79 as a, as a quarterback. The yeah. offensive line's terrible. The defensive line's terrible. Um, Mike, mm-hmm. Mike uh, um, Thomas can't can't stay healthy. That's all very the true. Good players. All the good players. Uh, Mario Davis is. I think he's pushing like 35. Cam Jordan's like pushing 35. Um, uh, oh. Tyrion Matthew is um, in this in his 30s. Uh, Kamara, yeah, Kamara's suspended. Uh, probably gonna be suspended. He's 28. Look at Kamara's yeah. numbers the past two years, and he's injury prone. Like in so there's not like a lot that like. They were, and they were seven and ten last year. They were they weren't a good team last year. I think yep. people still have like the Peyton um, Saints in their head, and still I have think the, so. And they have what Michael, what Alvin Kamara was like three years ago, and what Michael Thomas mm-hmm. was like three years ago, and what Demario Davis and Cam Jordan were like three years ago in their head. And it just, it, they, they they signed freaking Jimmy Graham. Like like, <laughs> I did see they, that they're like reunited with the team that drafted him that popped up. I. I am nervous about losing. And we were two plays away from being 9-8 last year. Very like, much. Nope. We're two plays away. We, so you were probably, if you thought they were 10-7 last year, they were supposed to be 9-8. Um, yep. But anyways, going back to this, going across your schedule, like one of the toughest games is at Seattle. And we went to Seattle last year and crushed them. Yeah. We had to go to Detroit. True. We destroyed Detroit last year. Detroit was a monster game last yeah. year. What, so, like, they lost Chark. They lost Jamal Williams. I mean, they yep. got Jeremy Gibbs. So, maybe they have Jameson Williams is suspended for a half a season. So, it's mm-hmm. like, like, you go across the schedule and you're like, who's going to beat us? So, we have the yeah. Cowboys. Uh, that's going to be it's gonna be a tough game. Probably going to lose. Um, we, we got another couple of games. So, I got us to 12-5. and five. I think we drop a couple. I think we probably lose one of the Falcons. We lose the Falcons every freaking year. Uh, Always happens. that. Yeah, I'm because still speaking. I'm still mad. Year. I'm still mad about the helmet throw, like in the penalty uh, that was called. And you go back. I I say it because there's various clips of NFL plays that pop up on my timeline of players throwing their helmets yeah. in the field of play and whatever. I can't get yeah. a, and the the. Uh, I don't know so, if you watched the quarterback documentary. Yeah, yeah, of course yeah, they. Yeah, yeah. Of course, they had that one on course, there. I'm yes. like Mark was there. Yeah, <laughs> rubbing yeah. in our face the one the one highlight of his season. Like, yeah, I mean, we lost we lost two division games last year. We should have yep. beat the Falcons, and then the, we were up huge on the Patriots. And then Tom Brady, Tom Brady, yeah. Tom Brady ain't there anymore, and we're way better uh, than we were last year to play Falcons. Granted, they are better too. Um, so I think I, I have yeah. us winning the division pretty easily. I have um, I have uh, Falcons as a slight. They're going to be nine and eight or eight and nine. I think. I think they're going to be a tough out because they can run the ball yep. really well. Um, and then I got uh, Saints and um, uh, uh, Bucks. Bucks with six wins, but a piece. Yeah. Because um, they got there were seven wins and they got worse. So um, yeah, they're definitely not better. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I um I that's kind of how I see it. Um, I think that Bryce has just stepped into like a just a great situation. Um, he did. And, all those guys. I don't know if you. So did you come? Did you um, keep up with any of the stuff happening today? I know you're like you were super busy. Yeah, um, I did see. I got to. Well, yesterday I got to listen to all the press conferences, just of mm-hmm. everybody coming into camp, and then the the press conferences today. 
I got to listen while putting the baby to sleep. And then on the, that's pretty much when my time, my Panthers time is. So I did get to see that and then see a lot of the tweets that were coming in, mm-hmm. raving reviews just across the board from everyone. And there's a lot of talk about his intelligence, how he's two or three steps ahead of, you know, other rookie quarterbacks or, or you know, quarterbacks that we've seen in the past. And how can you not be excited about that? I mean, I don't know, man. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> it really is. Dude, 80-year-old Phillip Rivers got 11 wins with Frank Wright. Like, I am not. It's true. I I, I don't. My, my biggest thing, I talk, I talk about this on my podcast a lot, is why doesn't everybody else see what I see? And yeah. it's just right there in front of you. Like, he brought in a coach that won three out of four years with uh, Carson Wentz, who doesn't have a team, uh, 90-year-old Phillip Rivers, uh, Andrew mm-hmm. Luck, who Matt retired Ryan. this year. And, yeah, well, he didn't, he didn't finish Brissett. the season. And Jacoby Brissett. And he, yeah. that dude didn't lose more than seven games. Like, mm-hmm. he's, he has not lost double-digit games in a season as a head coach ever. I don't know if he's done it as an offense coordinator. I have to look it up. But he, he, he just he, – He's too good of a coach, and then we bring in like all these other coaches, and we bring in guys that are used to winning. Miles Sanders mm-hmm. in the Super Bowl. Von, Von, Bell, Von Bell has been in the Super Bowl. Adam Thielen has been in an AFC Championship game. Uh, Hayden Hurst yep. has been in an AFC Championship. Like these guys are used to winning, and they're locked in because they're pissed off, basically. Um, yep. Because they've kind of, kind of been cast off a little bit, or like everybody's talking to Miles Sanders, like you can only do it with the line, you know, like all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Um, so I, I get really like and. Yeah, I just I don't know why people are just dismissing the Panthers. Especially look at that schedule, man. It is yeah, so easy. It's such it an is. easy schedule. Uh, I it's would like once we yeah, we win at least nine games. Once we get into it, I think I think my ten and seven's kind of the the average of what I what I pick. It's funny. I did the uh, Pro Football Focus. So way back there, I used a lot of their stuff for like mm-hmm. drafts, draft preview, mock drafts. And they had like the season simulator it came out right after the draft or the schedule release. And you, I did that. And like, it was like five, five wins, six wins, seven wins is what they predicted for the, I'm like, come on. Like, I don't know. And you just look at like, yeah, Ve- the Vegas odds. Yep. Um, so yeah, I, oh, this is fun. This is like side tangent. I don't know if the podcast cut off when I was talking about Nolan and his fanhood for the Ravens. I, yeah, I, yeah. Go ahead. But we'll, 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 no, no, that's good. Yeah, I can't yeah. even remember. Sorry for so if I, if I am repeating because oh, yeah, this is like, what happened. What what you can do is get him a Raven Steve Smith jersey. And yes, I think there you I go. up that yeah. way. Yeah. So he he has a bet with me. That the Ravens, I say this, we're talking about wins and predictions. He is saying the Ravens are going to win 14 games. I'm like, okay, bro. We're going to have some family competition going on. It's brutal. That's what I tried to tell him. Like, dude, got to get through the Bengals, Pittsburgh always, and then who knows, wild card Browns. But, anyways, yeah. So you don't realize it until you start going like, like that's why I do it every single year because you don't realize like who's home, who's away, like how easy the, like, your schedule is. Yeah, the Pittsburgh Steelers schedule works out really, really, really nicely. So I nice. have them, I have them winning the AFC. I'm going to be the number one seed in the Ooh. AFC just because all their tough games are at home and yeah. all their easy games are at the road. 
So it, it, and you look at and there was a third uh, there was a third team in the division last year, so you get the third place team in two games. Yep. So that's an easier. Tomlin game. doesn't so, doesn't have losing seasons. Chalk that up yeah. already. Like yeah, yeah I, I and I, I try to talk myself out of it, but I, I mean yeah, all those like, and that's why you got to go schedule by schedule by schedule. So I do another podcast called Fanatics, um, and I did the same thing with the Jets, and because I yeah. looked at their schedule and I was like, oh, that's brutal. And then when you go game by game by game by game, you're like, yeah, I guess you're right. I think they're 10 wins. They're 10 wins team. I I think that's really important when you um, do predictions. I agree. I have a unplanned segue, but that was perfect. So I talked about it on mine. Uh, Alex Highsmith, Wilmington, North Carolina native, comes back and he does – yeah, does community football camps. And so no one got to go to that, which is really cool. Got to meet him, talk to him, go through the camp, asked him if he sacked Mahomes and Lamar. He sacked Mahomes. Lamar's on the list. <laughs> I say all I say all this. This is going to go somewhere. Uh, Alex Highsmith just got his contract and pretty good payday. Brian Burns, we know that's working in the distance. What I was impressed is just t- hearing Burns. I think this is this is the difference in this team. Is you know questions did come up. Did he think about holding out when? He went through his press conference. He's like, no, I was going to be here. I know I'm an integral part of this team. And I think him saying that and like just recognizing as we talk about like what this team is going to be and who they are this year, that Mm -hmm. like sets the tone like out of the gate. I know he's going to get his bag, but. Yeah. And I think, I think he's kind of waiting on Bosa a little bit. um, For sure. Holding out. So I think they're going to wait and see what those numbers look like. Um, They're all like that. And I think they all kind of know. Like, mm-hmm. like they're all kind of locked in. I think they're all looking at each other and like, we're, we're good. Like we're really yeah. good. And I and so I'm kind of like giving up my my all my thoughts away uh, right now. But like, you, so, you went to training camp last year, so you saw them. Like they were like, you know, kind of like joking around, like kind of having fun. Yeah. They're like, even when they. And so I'm I'm really big on this. When people talk, listen. So mm-hmm. when. When people were asking uh, uh, Brian Burns and uh, uh, Shaq Thompson, like all these defensive guys, they're like, who do you think is going to be the, the starter? And uh, they're like, oh, yeah, they're basically the same. Mm-hmm. And everybody was super pumped up about uh, Baker. And you're like, yeah. the dude just said the same thing as Sam Darnold. Like, they are <laughs> saying that. Yes. When, when they, people talk, listen. Like, yes. Like, they would have been Bryce first five days there. Like, oh, yeah. Yep. Like, oh, yeah. They knew it. Like, even. Andy Dalton was like, yeah, just just, 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 he knew. Yeah. I'm, I'm not, I I'm will. Not that's yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, I will say like coaching. I talk about it sometimes on mine, and I I always told my fans like the people that listen like, eh, yeah, sorry, I always like to bring up rule, but that's the other thing too, like just the difference in transparency from this year to last year. Like you're saying, like number one that there was a competition, like. I kind of felt like Baker was the guy, whatever. This year, though, just like right out of the gate, like Bryce is the starter, re-emphasizing Bryce is the starter. We're not playing games. I well, they, it's they uh, Dalton was the starter, like before before OTAs. Oh yeah, yeah, and, at the very beginning. Dalton, even, Dalton, <laughs> Dalton was like, no, I'm not. <laughs> he even said he knew it was just like a formality. It's yeah. it's funny. I think. Um, it was when the Panthers had officially like, or they had said, yes, Dalton's the starter. And then I think I went out to like ESPN's website, looked at the Panthers depth chart and they had already pegged, even though Bryce wasn't pegged, they still had him there. It was just funny. I was like, yeah, 
People yeah. do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you always want your guy to earn it, but it always feels good when the entire team's like, this guy's yep. better. Like, they just know it immediately, and he doesn't have to earn it. And this isn't like, Dalton, people crap on Dalton. Dalton's, Dalton's been to three Pro Bowls. Dalton's been to yeah. like, way more playoff games than uh, Derek Carr has. Um, That's very true. So, so he's definitely got some. He, he started pretty much all year last year. He's he's a vet and he thinks he's still good. So for him to come out and be like, "This is this is the guy." Like I'm not even yeah. trying out. Like I want you guys to know, so you you don't ask me anymore. This is this is the guy. Um, exactly. So we're gonna talk about this uh, way too long. You're going to camp. Yes, that's like, really exciting. I wish yes. I could go to camp. I haven't been to summer yes. camp since I was like, 15 years old. Um, yes. I'm really excited for yeah, we are excited. Uh, so where, where we, going? yes, we will leave tomorrow. We won't attend practice tomorrow, but we'll be there Saturday, Monday, and Tuesday. So get to partake in all the festivities. I always say, like, we're blessed because my in laws live there in Spartanburg. Oh, sweet. So, yeah, oh. so it's, it, just makes perfect sense and they get they get to see the grandbaby too which is like hey that's a yeah. bonus for them uh this year though we are going to do it a little bit different like last year just it was new for us so we didn't really know and i wasn't doing a podcast so i think heading into this year there's going to be a lot to watch i mean there's going to be a lot of headlines yeah. i kind of put together five headlines myself just heading into heading into training camp, the things that I was thinking about. I think number one for me is the cornerback room. And I, the people listen to me, people who listen are probably like, man, you, you all, my father-in-law joked one time in tech, cause he listens thankfully and said something like, you just need, um, he's like, what do you think about the cornerbacks? Like joking, like, cause that's all I had said. So I will say, uh, today I did get to see though some of the highlights. JC, I mean, it is what it is. They're posting the videos. Horn looks great. Jackson's out there. They're not on the pup list. There is an understanding that maybe they'll be worked in a little bit slower, even though, you know, not full speed on some things, but like that's important. I mean, those two guys, but you still have the question marks. Like who is going to be behind them or who steps up when someone goes down. So that's kind of like my first thing that I'll be curious. Like it, I'm not, it's not going to be solved while I'm there, but that'll be one of the things that I'm looking at is kind of the first yeah. item on my list, but I'd love to hear what you think about our, our cornerback. Do you, know Do you know if they're in pads yet then? I don't think so. I don't think, I don't um, think so either. yeah, maybe on Tuesday it might be, I think they might be picking days. up then. Yeah. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe that's the last day without pads. I'm not mm-hmm. sure. Um, I uh, so it might be like a, a little tough to see. I love so you saw. Um, uh, I don't know if you looked at the videos on Twitter. There's a video of Dr. Jackson doing drills. He mm-hmm. looks good. I, I was he does. shocked. I was, I was too. Yeah, yeah. He looks really, really uh, solid. And I was, um, I was, I was. I, I, I thought like you. I was going to be on the pup. Like I thought he was going to. Like they're going to ease him in. I mean, mm-hmm. he. I mean, I don't. I don't. Two things. People talk. Listen, they didn't even bring anybody in for a workout <clears throat> for a defense. Very true. So, so Evero or in Reich, I think they think they're good. So yes, I'm. I feel better just by that. Uh, two. I agree. Evero had Sertain and in Denver, 
But it's, opposite Sertain was a fourth round rookie. He he can swing well enough. Where the deep, like, I, I feel like one we didn't have uh, uh, Von Bell is like really really helps us uh, at safety. He does. Uh, so we, so when we got burned in those games against Tampa, everybody wants to crap on uh, CJ and CJ uh, Henderson. Yeah, and Keith Taylor. <laughs> Keith and, Taylor. And as, as they should, as they should, yep. uh, because they def- they didn't they got burned basically multiple times. You think after yes. the second time, it's like, all right, we play, play, play <laughs> like this is happening. Yep. Um, but uh, but I mean, overall, they were fine. Like, and they were dealing with yep. full snow. Like, like it wasn't like they were dealing with you know um, Vic Fangio. Like they're dealing with like, Phil Snow, and mm-hmm. so kind of want to give them a break a little bit. Yeah, I was like, um, were they more, even being coached? I mean, really? Yeah, like <laughs> you've heard bits and pieces in the off season of people just still talking about the previous coaching staff and just yeah. night and day. Yeah, yeah. We we've seen Dante Jackson be a good player before with uh, Rivera, and he was still a good player. He got dealt with injuries. And he's been dealing with injuries his entire career. Um, oh. I, I'm, I'm not sold on C.J. Henderson. Based, it's it's kind of like the motor thing. It's like, do you do you like football? I don't even know. But I, yeah. think, I think we can deal with T- Taylor. I like Taylor, and I like um, mm-hmm. uh, 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 Stanley Tal- uh, Stanley Oliver Thomas. Um, mm-hmm. So I think people have been talking about him. Even Dr. Jackson in OTAs talked about mm-hmm. him a little bit. I I don't know if I believe in the group. So yeah. like, that being said. I've seen what Evero's done with not as good talent. So I want to mm-hmm. trust him. And I want to basically kind of rule I, I live by. If, if people talk, listen, and they didn't bring in another guy. And like, they, I think I they think that they're good. Uh, and then there's, um, um, who's the guy? Uh, um, Jamie Robinson apparently is, uh, is, uh, looking pretty good too. So. Oh yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll see. Um, Defensive yeah, back room's going to be, going to be nice. I'm actually curious to see who gets cut because it's. Uh... I know that's the thing. Yeah, who is not going to make it? I um, I, it's funny. Is I I agree with your point that believing in the coaches and like what they see. Like as as fans, we see one thing. Coaches have a vision. They feel comfortable with who's here, and there's a reason that there was not another cornerback that's been brought in, or you know, other guys that are getting. Uh, moved up even today. Like I just looked that we cut a receiver and I don't have it in front of me. And then we added a receiver in his yeah. place. Javon um, Mims. Yeah. He's, uh, yeah. And he's punched the Saints dude. Oh, he's that's yeah. so now that that makes sense that he's trending with that video yeah. because in between us doing all this, I was, uh, I was trying to catch up on stuff and I saw it and then I saw that video, but I didn't, I was just like not paying attention. <laughs> When it popped up, that's hilarious. There we go. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Definitely not. We're gonna we're gonna have to cut. That's uh something that I also I would I'd like to do for me is watch a little bit um, because we're, we're 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 rolling out. You got the definite four, right? You know the TMJ probably making the team, Shark, mm-hmm. and uh, Minka. So you know those guys. And then yep. I would be shocked if Chanel got cut. And are we going to carry uh, a Shy Smith? Our, Shy and, Smith, uh, yep. And because uh, he he made some catches today, uh, there's like um, uh, uh, Bird and Bird. Uh, I know Derek Wright's been playing really well. I've so. heard he yeah. There's so, a bunch of like 
That's that's the other one uh, my father-in-law jokes with. He's like, you. He's like, is our wide receiver room full? <laughs> I'm like, yes, man. Because <laughs> yeah. I'd say that I'd use that. One. Like, dude, that's the point, though. It's like, who, how many are you going to carry? Right. There is potential, you know, for shy, you know, returns. See, punt returns, right. but then you got Bird, so you may keep one of them for that. Blackshear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and but at the same time, though, like, yeah. You, who is going to get cut? So that's yeah, it. Yeah, that's definitely one to watch. It's so weird because, like, I think we were like twenty first in offensive offensive yards last year, or something like that. But I am not worried. There's not one. I mean, people talk about the weapons all the time. Frank Wright doesn't need receivers, dude. Like, they just yep. he, he they went eleven and six was the best receiver uh, was T Y had like seven hundred yards catching. Like, mm-hmm. he used the tight ends a lot. He used the uh, running backs a lot. Um, that's why he went and got Miles Sanders. That's why you get went and got um, um, Hayden Hurst. Like, I'm I'm really just not worried about the offense at all. I'm worried about, like, things in the defense. So, um, I know that you're worried about DBs, kind of touched on that. I'm glad that you're cool. watching that. I hope you, like, text me on the side and be like, yeah, I'm seeing – I'm seeing this person stand out. Um, give, me, give me some eyes and ears while you're on the, on the floor. Uh, but, That's right. you know, everybody says the same thing. We need a cornerback and we need a pass rusher. So yes. is, is that something that you're looking forward to? Yes. Edge, edges. So, yeah, for my number two item going in, it'd definitely be the edge position opposite of Brian Burns. Who is it going to be? That's my yep. That's my open question. I don't know who it's going to be. It, that was another one that I felt like we should have brought someone in. I'm always going to like the, the again, just kind of like the quarterback. You have to trust the coaches and the staff. I always had question marks when we moved up for Johnson in the draft. Is, Did you watch any I don't, videos? Y- yes. Oh, they were I know. tough. It was, it was tough to watch, but that dude yes. around. It's, uh, yeah. So I even just moving up for him, I haven't been able, like, I'm going to pull, always pull for the guys. Uh, but it's like, who's going to, I don't know. I don't know. And I don't know. It ain't going to be don't. Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> it definitely ain't going to be Johnson. I'm Guarantee you know right that. Now. Not this year. So yeah, that's maybe, maybe, maybe next year. Yeah. There's going to be, be a lot year. of, a lot of, uh, growth that needs to happen for him. So yeah, that's really my takeaway. And like, how successful can we be? And I, and you use the Pittsburgh example with TJ Watt and Alex Highsmith running in tandem together and what they're able to do when healthy and Alex Highsmith having more in different schemes, just different situations, but Alex Highsmith having more production than Burns did last year. But it just shows like if you can get somebody on the opposite side of what that can do and, or you, you just have to down. trust. So yeah, you got somebody else. Like if Burns goes down, what are we do? Yeah, like, if Burns is down, that is like yeah, because then you know he had surgery in the off season, which it, he's healthy now. But like yeah, if something else comes up or happens, who is going to be the replacement to him? And then who's filling in on the weak side? I don't. That's that's what I think. I don't know what yeah. your thoughts are. If that's keeping you up yeah. at night. Yeah. So. Uh, so what gives me like a little bit of Denver wasn't a great pass rushing team, but they mm-hmm. they move, they send people, and they keep the offensive line guessing, they keep the the quarterback guessing. So I think we can manufacture uh, pressure, um, mm-hmm. 
uh, I, I looked at um, um, YGM today. He looks lean. He looks good. He moves. He's moving nice. well. I haven't seen him like actually. He don't have pads on, so we don't see him like yep. actually rush the passer. Uh, but it looks like he's putting the work in. Um, uh, Mike K reported on that that he looks a lot. You can see the growth. Um, yep. But but Mike K also said that um, Marquise Haynes is the best player in the field. Yeah, and this is I was gonna say it's like them between them. Yep. Yeah, I mean, ha- yeah, it has to be because I I love I love the three four because you get to have Shaq and Lulu because I think Lulu mm-hmm. is, is is way better uh, in the inside um, like yes. position. So I love having him and Shaq. Um, together, uh, and I love having. I, so they actually might. They also might just play like a three-three-five and have three safeties and play. I have no idea what they're doing. Chin. Speaking of, yeah, he's gonna. D-backs. Yeah, nickel flex. Yeah, I mean, yeah. gotta yeah, have him on the field. <laughs> yeah, it's too good. He's too good. Or and, and that's another thing. We have these guys that don't seem to really fit. I'll go back to pass rushers for a second. Yeah, the two guys that I really want to kind of dig in as far as like um learning about uh tmj i didn't hear anything yes. about tmj today everybody's talking mm-hmm. about a breakout there might just not be a spot for him because mm-hmm. or like maybe uh sharks backup because yeah Shark and Thielen are gonna play mingo's yep. gonna play i don't know how much he's gonna play but he's gonna play so if you're tmj i agree like I, I just don't know. He's my guy. Know. He's the he's like the dude that I've been pegging is like he's gotta have a breakout year. Yeah, he's dude, he's <laughs> he's due. Phenomenally talented. Phenomenally. And I think he'll be a great um red zone guy because he's he can win the jump balls. Um yep. he's just big and strong. Um but I think he and Shark are a little um they, they kind of do the same thing. Um they do. so I'll see, but I didn't hear anything about him today. And then Chin's the other thing. It's like if I'm if I'm thinking three four, I'm thinking uh, on the line. I got um, uh, Derek Brown, a Marquand McCall, or um, uh, Shai Tuttle, uh, and then yep. Williams, or you know whoever we're putting uh, on that that side of the um, of the opposite side of Derek Brown. Yep. Um, they can all kind of move within uh, Brave and Roy's in that situation. You know all those guys. Um, so I think we got our line set. And I think we got our linebackers set. Whether it's either YGM. Or um, uh, Marquis Haynes, or look out for Amari Barno. He's starting to make a little bit of noise. Yeah, Barno's definitely uh, a nun- name. Yeah, then you got your three uh, other guys. You got Luvu, Shaq, and um, uh, Burns. So we already got mm-hmm. a three-four set. So then you're looking at uh, um, in the in the D back area, and you got Woods, Von Bell, uh, and then whoever's going to play opposite of uh, Horn, but it's, it ain't going to be Chin. So yep. where does where do we put Chin? I think. I just don't know. Yeah, I just don't know. I think I think we might look at a lot of like three three five sets and play three safeties. Um, Mike K said said as much. Um, but yeah, I just wanted those guys. That I I kind of like want to. I'm interested in what you see how they use Chen and uh, and uh, TMJ. Uh, but back to the uh, DBs, I kind of just touched on it too, like Barno, uh, Haynes, yep. and Wajim. Uh, like it. But, yeah, I think when I was doing. I think you caught it out a few times. Like the success of the Broncos was their defense. So I think having that assurance that we're going to be okay. I've also said a few times, like it feels like Ejero is going to be here a year ish. Like if he takes over or, you know, does re- really well, he's definitely a head coaching candidate. Same thing with Thomas Brown. I mean, across the board. <clears throat> but just speaking through, you know, 
some of those question marks, that's, I don't know. We'll, we'll yeah. get into it. I know what it was. The other thing that I was thinking out is when I was doing my research on the three, four defense. And of course I need to, you know, create some kind of Bible here that could rep just like, like yeah. stats and things yeah, yeah. that even the, in the three, four defense, like teams that have that as their base only play out of it 30 or 40% right. of the yeah. time. So yeah, it's like back and forth. Yeah, yeah, for sure. yeah, moving around. So yeah, yeah I think there's to. definitely going to be opportunity. You can't just sit and yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, but they played. I think they played like a huge amount of time. I think it was like sixty percent. A lot of time. Higher court, number. Right? Yeah, but I think I think the Broncos played more than anybody else. But going back to just like a quick point on your head coaching candidates, because I've been I've been talking about this for for a long time, um, and that's another thing where I'm just like, when people talk, listen. Thomas Brown wants to be a head coach. Yes. He's coming to some crap team to be a head coach. Yep. Everyone wants to be a head coach. He ain't coming to some crap team to be a head coach. <laughs> Very true. Why are they coming here? Adam Thielen can go play anywhere he wants. Yeah, he, he could. He chose the Panthers, and he said, I think I can win a Super Bowl here. Mm-hmm. Like, they're t- like, when people talk, listen. And they're yep. in the block. They're, they're there. These guys are – Miles Sanders is pissed off because um, – you think you don't think Miles Sanders got six million dollars somewhere else? No, no. David Montgomery got six million dollars somewhere else. Yep. Like Miles Sanders could have gone and got six million dollars somewhere else. So why are they all choosing the Panthers? Mm-hmm. When people talk, listen, man. And they and if the Panthers are as bad as people are telling them, I think what seven and a half wins. Is, Brown ain't gonna be a head coach. Everyone ain't yeah. gonna be a head coach. You know, they have to <laughs> no. be good for them to be head coaches. Yes. Why did Andy Dalton come here? Andy Dalton yep. could have competed in uh, Indy for a starting job, or uh, yeah, he said Tampa. he said he's he said he thinks he's a starting quarterback. Like yeah. he could go out and start somewhere he else if be. he wanted. You think yeah. he wouldn't start over Baker Mayfield? I guarantee for sure. If he was going to the Bucks, he started over Baker Mayfield. So why is that? Gonna, why didn't Cowan turn down a head coaching job to come sit under mm-hmm. uh, Caldwell and Thomas Brown and Frank Wright? Honestly, I think I think I think what they want to create. It's what the Rams did. Now you got – when you're the Rams, you got – or even the 49ers. Think about all the 49ers. Like um, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Mike Daniels, um, Salah, um, uh, uh, now uh, Nico Ryans. Like, yeah. And then you keep – Big coaching uh, tree. Yeah, exactly. So they, they all kind of move up and they all kind of go to be head coaches. And I think that's what we're creating here. So St. Thomas Brown is excellent. And he gets a head coaching job. Josh McCown is going to be offensive coordinator. Yeah, moving and on. And he sees that and says, uh, yo, can I come be underneath you for passing uh, our quarterback yeah, coach? That's and what – yep. Segue like, in. Yeah, I, I I, I, don't – I just don't see what people say. Oh, yeah, they have a great coaching staff, but, you know. Look at 200-plus years of experience. <laughs> I keep joking, like – Five yeah. rings on the, on the opposite side of the ball. It's, I mean, it's insane. I remember like way back when I started my pod, they were posting when the coaching hires would happen. They kept updating the years of experience. It was just funny because it was like 100 years. Then it was like, oh, 200 plus years. But it, I mean, who doesn't want that? Who doesn't want that at all? Yo, remember when the Lions were trash and they were really, really, really bad? Yes. And they got what, 25 touchdowns from two guys in the backfield? Mm-hmm. And then they're. Running back coach leaves to come to the Panthers. Yes. And he Good old Deuce. 
He inherits his old uh, running running back who mm-hmm. just had a Pro Bowl year. I know, man. It's like, gonna be good. It's just like it's just too easy, and like, and I talk about this all the time. Smart people know this, and it's yep. almost like they're just it's just not entertaining enough to talk about, so they just don't mm-hmm. talk about it. But mm-hmm. these guys, these guys ain't coming here to to lose. They ain't coming here because they want to be head coaches. Um, it was, I mean, yeah. When you talk about our off season, I. I joked about it, but I feel like it was one of the best off season, free agency wise, coaching wise that we've had. And to your point, like people are coming here for a reason to win. A lot of people respect, right? What he's doing. I know like this going way down a tangent. I loved Wilkes I was vying for him, you know, but yeah. having, having right here, I, I feel so at ease. Like, man, this dude, he's got something in him. He's going to, he's going to take us somewhere. He's had one losing season, and that season was seven and nine with Jacoby Brissett. Mm-hmm. Like, guys, everybody, everybody, yeah, like, I can't do, say much about that. I think Zach Pascal was his leading receiver one year because everybody else got hurt. Like, guys, yeah, everybody, calm down. Uh, we we have right. gone off the rails, which I told you was probably going to happen, especially because because <laughs> what was going to happen is that we didn't talk to each other before. So that's right, you know, man. Say something. I'm like, I got to talk about that. And then I yeah, say you got to catch like, up. That's right. That. <laughs> um, it's good. So, so the big question, I'm sure that you're like, what? I need to see it in my own eyes. Yes. What do you think about always, man? I I'm excited to see it. Number one, just very humble, like person. And you've seen it throughout the entire off season. Great parents, great upbringing. From me, I'm a big college football fan, so I followed him from afar, but never like envisioned him being our quarterback. Like when I was doing my analysis, I was like between him, between Stroud, and then finally I was like, yeah, Bryce is going to be the guy, which it, it ended up being. Then there was the, the question around height and durability. I, he's checking the boxes. I know we're not in pads. I just want to see that. I want to see him, him in person. I, I I know I'll be able to see a lot of action while I'm there, but when I think like moving forward, I'm ready to see him the joint practice with the Jets. I know they're not going to be taking him to the ground, but just seeing him against another team and then the preseason, just seeing him out there, what is he going to deliver? Because it's one thing to watch it from the sideline and see the, the highlights and things like that. So I'm excited as anyone else is about what he's gonna what he's gonna do here. Got high expectations for him. I think he is not too big for the moment. And so that's my mm-hmm. my Bryce talk. I'm also very subtly in the background. I want to see Corral because I feel like Dalton's going to be here maybe a year or two if that yeah. Corral could be viable long-term or he could be an asset that gets moved. He said, you know, in the offseason that he wants to be here. He understands, you know, his plan. But just he missed. He had a kind of terrible entire experience because he gets hurt last year, misses out, has a brand new staff that's come in, and then they draft a quarterback in front of him. I don't think he's going to – he's not competing. He's not going to be the starter or anything. I just want to see him get out there. You know, is he going to be a viable backup? Because you never know when something could happen, and having that on your your roster is – you can never uh, go wrong with having a good backup. Yeah, yeah. The, the new rules now, being able to carry three quarterbacks is really, really yep. nice for us because we were looking at 
Can we cut, cut it? Or, yeah. yeah, exactly. So um, I love Corral coming out. It sucked that he had to. I think he would have finished the season for us if he. Uh, he definitely would have gotten it. Yeah. Yeah. So we really. It sucks that that happened. He wasn't able to do that. Uh, and it sucks that, you know, Bryce Young is going to be excellent and there's nothing he can do about it. But go show. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's going to start. I mean, he's probably going to play most of the preseason. Uh, but I agree with your take on Bryce. I think we're going to have a really good barometer because you're going to see him and Aaron Rodgers right next to each other. And you're going to see um, – and that, that that front seven is yep. good. Yep. Quentin Williams. It could be a good like, test. Yeah, yeah. So so if you can, if you can like, kind of do it against the, the Jets, like, that's – I good love team. that we get – I love that we get them first. Yes. But, yeah, that's, that's awesome. Um, anything else that you're, like – like in the back of your mind, like I actually really like this draft pick, but um, I haven't seen it yet. No. So I, can, I can see him up close. Oh, Chandler Savala. So he's on the oh, pub yeah. list. But he's on the pub. I don't know yeah, if. He's on the pub. Yeah, I don't know if I'll get to see him. Mingo, of course, Jamie Robinson. I mean, pretty much oh, going yeah. through. Uh, yeah. And then DJ John. I mean, <laughs> going through the whole list there. But yeah, I, I think Jamie. I'd love to see Chandler. So that's the thing. Is like. Player not drafted, but Cade Mays with Corbett mm. out with Zavala on, you know, the pup list and not getting X. There's going to be a competition there, but it sounds like this is Cade Mays's job at least right now to lose until things come yeah. to fruition. So, I, I I think that what what I think the plan is is that Zavala is going to just be he's going to be what Cade Mays was last year, right? I think yep. um, he's going to sit a year. Uh, for the most part, take over when somebody gets hurt. I think that this might be Moten's last year. I think Christensen goes to right tackle, and then um, mm-hmm. I think Savala comes in. And I think I honestly think we, we might need a little bit more depth on the line. I think we probably need one more guy. Yeah, because um, uh, Irving's I mean, he's close to done. Um, like he mm-hmm. I, I don't definitely think is. Yeah. Uh, so I think we might need like, a little bit more uh, at both at tackle or like some kind of like I think Savala could play tackle if we needed him to. But mm-hmm. definitely way better at guard. Um, but yep. we don't really have a lot of guys behind them. And Ritterer said that today because he, he was asked about an edge. He's like, we always need an edge. You always want an edge. Mm-hmm. But we're also looking to offensive line because you can't have any too many offensive linemen. So I, I honestly think if we, I think we, if we make a move, it might be O line before anything else. Cause, yeah, because he's he said that unprompted. I think he responded yeah, they, to it. They, they show their cards. Yeah. And I don't think he said anything about uh, defensive backs. I think I think yeah. they're fine. I think they think they're fine. Yeah. So we'll see. I, I, I mean, I agree. Denver started a fourth round rookie last year, so I, I very true. That, bro. I think I didn't they, even know that stat. So that's that's good insight there. Yeah, yeah. Sertain and this dude. Um, Granted, he mm-hmm. won the job. I think they had somebody else, but they also had Justin Simmons. Um, so I think mm-hmm. that's fun and. You, you kind of see why they bring all these people in. They had Justin Simmons, and that, I think that safety really, really matters. That's yeah. why I think Philly, you might see a step back. You lose uh, Gardner Johnson, it, mm-hmm. it might hurt you more than you think. Um, yep. Uh, um, uh, the Saints kind of saw that a little bit. They, they brought in Marcus May, but, like, uh, it, yeah. So, I, I, I don't know. I think I think they think the, the safety is really, really important. If they think the tight end's really important, I think they think the running back's really important, and that's the guys that you bring in. And you have the the vet that uh, I think I think uh, um, Adam Thielen gets 100 targets this year. I think he definitely will. Yeah, yeah. I, I 
he, he I, I said this earlier, I think he's uh, uh, Justin Herbert's Keenan Allen. Like, I think that mm-hmm. he's just going to be looking for him all the time because he knows that he's got good hands and going to run a good route and um, uh, he's a good teammate, basically. He's not going to be like, yeah, he's going to be like, give me the ball more, do this better. Like, he's a, he's a, he's a vet. Um, I agree. Man, I was going to give you. Go ahead. Oh yeah, no, no. I was gonna give you one quick, one quick funny. So you said Keenan Allen. So he played high school football against our high school. Oh my gosh! Yeah, so we good. knew then. We knew then. He scored a touchdown. I think every way possible. He had like a punt return, kick return, receiving, rushing, intercepted, like freaking mont. I have never when I played. I had never seen an athlete like that, and you just knew he was going to make it. Like it was unreal, but that that was all I was going to say about that. Dude, I think about that all the time. Have you ever have you ever looked at uh, Derek Henry's like high school rushing stats? Oh like, my god, Jesus Christ. insane! Like, I, how do you bring that guy like, down? When you're like a, an eighteen year old kid. Oh man, seriously, um, man. <laughs> uh, dude, this was. I can't believe we went as long as we did. This is awesome. Yeah, this is so great. Much fun. We might have to do it again. Very good, Actually, man. You know what you should do? You should do it again after you go to camp and give me all yeah. the little, this is what I saw um, kind of stuff. Uh, because, for sure. Uh, I think that what you're looking for is kind of like what I'm kind of looking for. Here you so, go. Uh, so, yeah, I appreciate it. Um, any, yeah, man. Like, anything that you want to say? Uh, I've kinda, I kind of always tend to dominate conversations, but I think that we had like a nice little back. Yeah, no, <laughs> it was good. It was good. Uh, I like the way you led it. So, and again, for, for me, for my first time, like collabing with someone. So it was cool. Yeah. That was great. I love, yeah. I'd love to do it again. We got to decide what kind of artwork we're going to do. Like, uh, are we going to like a slash through and like a little bleed over? Oh yeah. Like, between like, those. <laughs> that's true. I don't, think you have, I don't think you or I have that much time. On our hands, yeah. So. I don't think I could. <laughs> Not at all. That's funny. Um, well, cool, man. So uh, I'm going to, I always end up saying, uh, keep pounding. I'm sure you have some sort of uh, thing that you say, and then we'll just, We'll end it from there. Yeah, that sounds good, man. All right, cool. Thanks for watching, everybody. Like, download, subscribe, and what's the other one? Uh, follow and follow. There you go. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>